look at it. All right, we're looking good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews, father-son expedition through pop culture. Pop I am culture. Harrison the Sun. Pop culture. Pop culture. And I'm pop culture. <laughs> um, and, uh, man, it's been a week. Uh, uh, the last time we re-recorded was uh, Tuesday, January the 5th, I want to say, and oh boy, a lot's happened since then. Um, but we're here today to uh, continue with our, our our twofer, I guess, of uh, Casablanca movies. Casablanca. And uh, this week we watched the Marx Brothers 1946, A Night in Casablanca, which shares little to no resemblance with the film Casablanca. Well, I, th- they, I think they use the same set. Sort of. Uh, Parts of it. Sure. Not really. Well, it was shot at actually a completely different studio. So Warner Brothers was actually like uh, um, uh, uh, giving MGM calls to see like what the plot was of this movie to see if it infringed in copyright. Apparently, also at the beginning of the movie, when a police officer says, uh, uh, round up the suspects. The if usual you, suspects. Yeah. If you watch his mouth, he is saying the usual suspects, but they dubbed over something different to avoid copyright, which, I mean, just call it a parody. Like, this might... It's a sentence, really. I mean... This might be the Supreme Court ruled in favor of parody. I don't... I haven't... It's been a little while since I've researched that, but... Like the Supreme Court cares? Yeah, hang on. All right, we're going to learn something today, kids. No, I don't want to. Supreme Court parody. Anyway, good movie, um, but... You could clearly see the Marx Brothers were all older because this was done in 46, not in the 30s. <clears throat> and um, there was a lot long stretches of it where the Marx Brothers weren't even in it. And it took a long time before yeah. they even showed up. Harpo yeah. shows up early on, but then yeah. there's nothing. You, you just have that uh, Heinrich, what's his name? The, um, yeah. The, the Nazi. There's a bald Nazi that wears a toupee. Right. To cover and... the scar on his head that would make him identifiable. Right. Yeah. And then he's got like two henchmen or something like yes. that. Yes. Uh, and then it's it, the movie just really turns into the Marx Brothers versus those three. Right. Um, which I'm not really complaining about. Yeah. There was some there were some great set pieces where the Nazis are trying to pack all of their trunks and luggage and the, oh, the yeah. Marx brothers are unpacking their trunks. As they're packing. <clears throat> Amazing coordination. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, pretty, pretty funny. Fantastic. Good yeah. gags, good good slapstick <laughs> stuff. There's uh, also my favorite trope, which is um Nazi gold. Nazi there's, gold. There's Nazi treasure hidden somewhere in the hotel yes. de Casablanca. Yes. Um and oh god. And of course Harpo finds it. Harpo finds it by accident. Har- completely by accident. Of course there's a harp in the treasure room and he yes, plays a lovely plays little piece. Uh to a painting. <laughs> um, uh, and then he unfurls the painting later, and it's like, hey, uh, it's, it's of a woman, and uh, Chico is like, her name's Rembrandt, which <laughs> yes. really caught me yes. off guard, that yeah. joke. And Harpo, in order to communicate with his brother. Oh, my God. Um, which, what was his, Harpo's uh, name in yeah. this movie was Rusty, and yep, Chico's name was. Okay, Groucho played Cornblow. Cornblow. Harpo played Mr. Rusty. Mr. Cornblow. Right, and Chico played Carbaccio. Carbaccio. Oh, man. So he does the, um, well, what do you call that game? Miming? Uh, uh, charades. Charades. The he most does. intense speed round game of charades, charades I've ever seen. And it was it was so like he went 
like way around, around, around topics and subjects in mm-hmm. order to get Chico to say the right words mm-hmm. in order to figure it out. I mean, he came up with, uh, how about the B? What was it? B? I, uh, um, I he got him to say Be- Beatrice, Beatrice. Oh, he yeah. was, he was imitating like, uh, uh, a B-52 bomber and then he would cover Chico's mouth before yeah, Chico he, could finish B-52 or something like that. Yeah. B, 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 anyway, it was, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, a minute or two later, they try to play the game of charades with Groucho, and Groucho just, like, walks away, <laughs> which I think is the appropriate response. Yeah. Groucho, Groucho's always getting uh, goofed on, and, oh my God. you know, he's got he, he he's got no time for all this cleverness and stuff. He just, like, he's always the one that's getting uh, uh, punked. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's at one point the Nazis establish that they're going to try to murder Groucho, and, like, you don't see it happen, but Groucho shows up just completely disheveled and beaten to hell. Yeah, He's like, all dirty. Ah, I almost got hit by a car. He tried three times and he missed. Had to climb a yes. tree. <laughs> then he hit the tree. <laughs> he oh missed my me three God. times, yeah. They're, they're talking, like, uh, uh, it's Chico and Groucho with a camel. And Groucho and like, so how long have you known your wife here? <laughs> and the camel's chewing. You got another stick of gum? Yeah. It's just... Rapid fire, fantastic. Yeah, rapid fire of one-liners. Very funny, very funny. All right, so here we go. Uh, per Google, um, uh, 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 Acuff Rose Music Incorporated, uh, 510 U.S. 569 in 1994, was a United States Supreme Court copyright law case that established that a commercial parody can qualify as fair use. So, yeah, so I guess before 94, everybody was just kind of hedging their bets. And I think Weird Al Yankovic was actually involved. I in thought that. he said round up the usual suspects. Oh man, hang but on. We'd have to control F usual. Yeah, he didn't say round up Here the suspects. Near the beginning of the film, the prefect of police gets on his microphone and says, Round up all likely suspects. If okay. you look closely at his lips, Fair he really enough. says round up the usual suspects. Uh yeah, so like uh, Fair enough. Okay, uh, maybe that's what he said. Parody yeah. wasn't protected by law at that point, so <clears> there we go. Um, I did love this. The top listing for trivia on IMDb is um, Harpo was offered $50,000 to utter the single word murder in the film uh, purely to add publicity value. Uh, (laughs) So people could like, Harpo speaks in this movie. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I do remember a radio interview with Harpo that was hyped up as Harpo will speak. It's like, Harpo, how are you today? And honk. (laughs) <laughs> he just honks the entire time. Yeah. It's great. Uh, all right. Did anything stand out to you about uh, this particular movie uh, in contrast with uh, Night at the Opera? Oh, they did the um, um, filling up the room with people. Oh, they did? Yes. They did that on a much bigger scale this yes. time around. That's yes, right. Yes, a big room and more people came in and more people came in and more people came in. And yeah. Um, uh, with it, it was the restaurant and in order to get a seat, you had to tip the uh, maitre d. Yeah, so Harpo and, ch- and table and Chico, were Chico just are they're, bribes. They're the maitre, maitre, they they get rid of the maitre d and they're they're letting people into the restaurant and, and they're setting making, up more tables, setting up table after table after table after table in a room that is already filled with tables and <clears throat> more and more people until eventually you you can't move. Um, and it was uh, I guess the the same gag as. Uh, um, the room in the uh, ship. Yeah, same gag, just on a bigger scale, yeah. really. Yeah. 
And it still worked. It still it worked. worked. Yep. There was also like an extended chase sequence with a uh, a taxiing plane at the end of the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, why, why isn't this plane taking off? <laughs> the, 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 the one... The one pilot said, like, with this heavy of a load, we have to fly into the wind or into something. Wind, so yeah. that's, like, your plot excuse to take to off, have, yeah. like, a 10-minute runway sequence. Yeah. With the plane on the runway, just going down the runway. And the Marx Brothers chasing in a truck and trying to get onto the plane. Right, right. And then fighting people off of the plane. Yep. And, oh, man. And then Harpo ends up piloting the plane flying. <clears throat> yeah, he didn't fly real far. <laughs> That was probably my my favorite joke in the movie. Um, uh, Harpo's got his feet up on the wheel, yeah. and uh, Groucho says, "Ah, look, ma, no hands." And then they all just take a moment, and then they all scream, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> he realizes he's he's Harpo. He's right, never flown yeah. a plane. He's Harpo. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's Harpo, and he's got his feet up on the uh, steering. Oh my god! Fantastic. Uh, let's see. And um, the, oh, the love interest. Who was the? Oh, who, I've got the cast up. So the the loose side plot that is barely paid attention to is that the character of uh, Pierre uh, is the man who is forced at gunpoint to pilot Nazi treasure for them, and that's, yes, he's trying to clear his name by finding that Nazi treasure. Yes, and returning it, and returning it to get his name cleared. Yeah, um, and I guess that happens. It's barely touched on. Like, uh, and, and, yeah, and he falls in love with the girl. Now, you, of course, you said they do. Uh, yesterday or last night that sure. uh, Zeppo has yeah. left the group. All right, Zeppo. The fourth Marx brother. The fourth <laughs> Marx brother. Let's take a look at his IMDb listing. All right. And he would have been the handsome oh, boy. man. He would have been, but uh, so uh, this is. But they had to bring in another actor. Uh, Well, okay, so his last role in a Marx Brothers movie was in 1933 in Duck Soup, in which he played a character named Bob Roland. Besides that, it was Horse Feathers, Monkey Business, Animal Crackers, The Coconuts, A Kiss in the Dark, and Humor Risk. And that is his complete listing. Hmm. Why, um, why, uh, why did he leave? Do we know? Uh, let's find out. Uh, thanks, IMDb. Uh, his nickname was Zepp. His actual name was Herbert Marx. Um, the youngest of the Marx brothers, Zeppo, was put into the role of the straight man after his brother Gummo left the act. Gummo? Gummo. Oh, my God. A I think fifth I re- Marx brother. Um, I think I had heard about, yeah, oh, I've totally forgotten about Gummo. Uh, Zeppo also acted as an understudy to all three of his brothers and has been said to have played Groucho's part better than Groucho himself. Um, after playing small parts in the first five Marx Brothers movies, Zeppo felt his talent was be- wasn't being used to its full extent and left to join Gummo as an agent. Um Wait, he was Gummo's agent, or Gummo? Uh, he was, was an agent with Gummo. Apparently, he also invented a wristwatch that could monitor the pulse rate of cardiac patients. Uh, and his company, Marmon Products, introduced clamping devices, which were used in the first atomic bomb raids over Japan in '45. Good God! Wow. All right, Zeppo was a Renaissance man wow. uh, of sorts. If he could Groucho better than Groucho could Groucho, that's 
That's, the That's most something ridic- I'd like to see. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I, I do dimly remember from a biography uh, a movie, um, a, a documentary, I guess, is what they're called, on the Marx Brothers, that in uh, their vaudeville days, um, they were playing at some t- points to empty houses with just their kids, who they were technically babysitting, I okay. guess. And for one performance, Groucho and Chico switched roles. And it was at that performance that their kids decided to go off and get ice cream and skip the show. Oh, my so gosh. nobody saw this okay. legendary performance where they swapped parts. Uh, it was just... Gummo. Gummo. All right. Now, now I got to Google. How uh, many, so how many Marx Brothers <laughs> were there? And was Gummo in any Let's films? Let's Google that. How many... Marks. It's common. They're commonly known as the three of them. The- uh, Groucho, Hippo, <laughs> Chico, uh, Chico. Yeah. Okay. Here we are on Wikipedia. Um, Can't go wrong. Uh, <laughs> former members, because the group disbanded, so they count as former br- uh, members. Chico, Gummo, Harpo, Groucho, Zeppo, and I believe that is in order of birth as well. Uh, active from the years 1905 to 1949. Uh, they were in film, Broadway, and vaudeville. So, yeah, it would have been those five. And uh, uh, they only really hit it big once it was just really the three of them. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, they've got them laid out in a chart. Their birth, their stage names, their birth names, their birth dates, their death dates, their ages when they died... And was where gu- their graves are located. Nice. Why do I need to know? Find a grave. Groucho Marx. There's actually a website called findagrave.com. Oh, no. This is all terrifying. Well, after after you find the graves of these guys, uh, was Gummo ever in the movie? Any of the movies? I don't believe so. Let's find out. So he um, must have just done the vaudeville and the stage Quite stuff. possibly, yeah. Uh, uh, so there won't be Gummo any recordings of that. Marks. Gummo Marks. Self. Uh, no, his one IMDb credit is America After Dark uh, in his segment called The Five Marx Brothers. So no, he was never in any of the Marx Brothers movies, so he would have only been on their uh, their vaudeville days. Wow. I guess. <clears throat> oh, that's crazy. Which obviously is going to be the earliest. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Now, okay, so we might as well get into it. As I suppress a hiccup, let's see if I edit that out. Um, uh, uh, growing up, you always had two photos on your desk, and one was of Mohandas K. Gandhi, and the other is a still of Groucho Marx from Coconuts. Yeah. And I gotta, I, I guess this is the time to ask, why those two photos of those two those two people i uh, the two two people that meant a lot to me in my life i mean two, that makes sense two, i mean <laughs> I, what I more do you need question. when you have gandhi and and groucho <laughs> the two fa- the, the two sides of man yeah gandhi and groucho <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, I that's what i'm i'm yeah they just are two 
two people that really we, made an impression on me. I mean, that's fair. I mean, those those photos on your desk have always been there during my lifetime, right. at least. Do you remember when you first got those that pairing? Or uh, uh, well, they first of all, folks, okay. they weren't in the same photo together. No, 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 no. no. They were separate. Two individual frames. That yes. would be great, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh, um, they were alive at this time. I mean, yeah, it could have well, been. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Could yeah. have been. They, yeah, they probably were buddies. Um, sure. I'm, I know the Groucho picture I found at a flea market, um, probably the one up near Lambertville, Lambertville, New Jersey, for you uh There you go. You All right. Um, <clears throat> and the Gandhi one, I can't remember where I got, but probably something similar. Um, something like a flea market, or, right? Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, that's fair. That that was just always an odd pairing <laughs> to me. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Mm, it okay. is very like uh, uh, the, as I said, the two faces of man. Yeah. Or my favorite joke going around these uh, the internet these days. Ah, yes, the two genders, Groucho and Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what? Uh, uh, any other things you wanted to touch on in uh, a night in Casablanca? Fun movie. Who was the um, uh, the the German, the Nazi Heinrich uh, uh, he, Schleidel or Schwindel his, or something? His his fake name within the movie was Max uh, Pfefferman. Furman, I think, okay. if you're saying it. But he was, uh, uh, as a Nazi, he is known as Heinrich Stubel. But Stubel. The, the, the actor's name is Sig Ruman, and his IMDb photo is fantastic. Like, look at that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, Go yeah. to IMDb and look yeah. up uh, uh, Sig Ruman, because boy, howdy. That man played a Nazi alongside the Marx Brothers. Yeah, he was, real, he was real annoying, real cranky, and he he kept calling. Oh, <clears throat> for some reason, he kept beating Harpo. Is this beating on him? Is for, this the guy? Hang on. And uh, uh, everybody who was a Schweinhund. Oh, he's the guy that played Herman Gottlieb in A Night at the Opera. He's the guy that runs the New there York Opera Company. There you go. Yeah, uh, he lost a lot of weight okay. in the in the okay. eleven years intervening. All right. Well, there you go. Schweinhund. Uh, also best known for, there it is, Night at the Opera. The original, oh my God, there's a movie we'd have to watch at some point. Do you remember To Be or Not to Be? Where the, uh, um, the uh, uh, let me pull up the synopsis of it real quick. Because Mel Brooks remade it, and I didn't quite oh, care okay. for his remake. Okay. Uh, during the Nazi occupation of Poland, an acting troupe becomes embroiled in a Polish soldier's efforts to track down a German spy. And that is one of the more buck-wild movies you will see, because, again, it's made during World War II. Uh, Mom's calling the dogs. The um, <clears throat> Wait, so the Marx Brothers did that? No, 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 no. That's a, that's a oh. different okay. group. But he is in that movie as uh, playing a Nazi, Colonel Erhardt. Oh, okay. Uh, there it is. Okay. Um, apparently he was very good at playing Nazis, which I, it's good work if you can get it. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you know what? That's coming back around, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. playing Nazis, but yeah. well, why not? Well, now you've got to wear like a crappy looking hoodie with a Q on it. Yeah. So. Well, that's, uh, a, yeah, that's a little slip. But it's, I, I made this horrible joke last week, so I might as well immortalize it on microphone. But it's like, you know, say what you like about the Nazis. They had fashion sense, at least. Yeah. The, the uniforms were designed by Hugo Boss. 
The uniforms Come were on. nice. They were nice. They were snappy. And now it's you've got like people in like uh, crappy off the shelf camouflage wearing yeah. Crocs, and I'm yeah. like, at least dress like you mean it, you nitwits. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's my controversial statement for this episode. If yes. you recall in uh, uh, yes. uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, we need more Nazis in movies so they can get punched. Yes. Uh, um, and uh, that circles us back to A Night in Casablanca. Yes. If you're listening to this and you're a Nazi, um, tough shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Nazi punks, fuck off. Will I edit that out? I'll put an explicit tag on this episode. Nuts. Yeah, whatever. It, it's it's PG. I don't know what would that make. PG thirteen gets us one f bomb, so I've okay. already used it. You've so used we're it. safe. All, All right. right, I get the next cool. one. You'll get- <laughs> well, that brings us to next week. Hey, Hoser, I get the next one. <laughs> what was that? Was that Cheech and Chong go to Canada? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, but that brings us to next week. We're finally going to make good on this insane idea i've had for a long time yes you've never seen these movies i i I may have seen parts or wait are there long versions and short versions uh, well i'll get into that so we are going to start next week with the lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring and mom is taking another speakerphone call as we're recording you see the recording light on in there i'm gonna get an on-air light i swear to god but um it won't uh, help. It won't help. So there are the theatrical editions, which are three hours long each. Okay. And then there are the extended editions, which are three and a half to three <laughs> hours and 45 minutes each. Now, I've Then wanted- there's the long version. <laughs> sure. Six weeks. <laughs> it's just the Lord of the Rings in real time. It takes, yes. it, it takes 18 years. Yes. Um, so, 18 centuries. Now, what I've I wanted to do this part for a particular reason because I will use any excuse to rewatch the Lord of the Rings for starters. Okay, and also because January, which is the month we are in, is uh, uh, Nan's my grandmother's birth month, That's and true. she has never seen the extended editions mm. of these movies. She's only th- seen the theatricals or whatever passes for a TV cut of these movies. Okay. Oh, and. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have her on uh, next week. We're all going to sit down. I'm going to bribe us all with pizza yes. uh, for alternating Sundays. I'll so, watch anything for pizza. Yeah, there you go. So next week, it's going to be The Fellowship of the Ring. The week after that, it's going to be, uh, I've been saying, like some Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie. I don't think uh, you've no. ever seen Predator, so I'm leaning towards that. Yeah. Uh, well, that. <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple of those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's, there's only one good Predator movie, Okay, but we'll get into that later. Um, but we're going to be alternating, so every other week will be a new Lord of the Rings extended edition with our special guest, Alma Deal, my grandmother, who is fully the reason I am a nerd. She, yes. uh, I, I have many memories of her telling me uh, uh, a very bored five-year-old about the Lord of the Rings. Uh, so I'm very excited for so that. So we know who to blame, yeah. We do, entirely. Wait, we're watching a three and a half hour movie? Yeah, it's going to be a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> Where are we watching it we're, here? We're, uh... we're going we're gonna, to, we'll sort it off, uh, we'll sort it off, uh, out, off mic. Ah, I can speak. You don't um, want people to know what we're doing? I mean, we we can. Uh, uh, the Christmas tree is gone from Dog Kennel Studios, so we have some space for some more chairs in here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can watch them over Nan's house. Yeah. Uh, we can watch them over here. 
there is a very clean intermission point in the middle of each movie. I figured we'd watch half the movie. I'd go grab the pizza, come back, we eat pizza while watching the second half, and then we record the next day or something like that. So, well, basically, it's like two movies. More or less, yeah. Okay. But uh, we can do it. Yeah, it's uh, you. You're gonna flip out. Each of the boxes for the D- the uh, extended editions are four disc DVD box sets. They've each got over 24 hours of special features. There's at least four different commentaries for each movie, and I've watched them all. It's, I'm sure you have. I have. I got them for my birthday for three years in a row. So yeah. Okay. I did. Uh, anything else you want to add? Nope. Uh, Marx Brothers, fabulous, mm-hmm. good old fashioned, clean. Family entertainment. Oh, we'll what go, a, what we'll a bunch of nutballs. Oh, my God. We will definitely come back to the Marx Brothers at okay. some future point Good. in time. Uh, in the meantime, I am HD Lickner on Twitter. Um, I believe the pod underscore Frank Twitter account is back. I got to check that out. Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. And, Dad, take us away. Well, if you were on... Wait, did we talk about... Wednesday, no, that was what? What week was Wednesday? We- <laughs> <clears throat> Wednesday, you Time all know what Wednesday no we're talking about. We, the, we last in- recorded together on Tuesday. That's so right. It's been a hell of a week since then. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, horrible time for the United States. Uh, people that are taking it lightly are just plain stupid. Um, horrible time. Horrible time. Uh, please be good to your friends. Be good to your neighbors. Be good to people that you don't even agree with. Because that's what's really important. We're all in it together, people. We're all connected. Mm. Ew. I don't want to be connected to you. Ew. That's gross. Well, you are. Oh, oh darn. All right. <laughs> go out and do point something. At you. There you go. With your life. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>